There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show. I wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Uh, Leicester, up to 10,000 could be victims of modern slavery in some of the textile factories in Leicester. Yep, I kid you not. This is a possibility that may well be carrying on as we speak. Let's talk to uh, Andrew Bridge and our friend Conservative MP for North West Leicestershire. So not really your patch, I know, Andrew, is it? No, mine seat's the only seat in Leicestershire that actually doesn't border the city, which has yeah. been uh, a blessing that we haven't been involved in the localised lockdown, whereas the other seats uh, in the county of Leicestershire all have, have actually had parts of their constituency involved in that. But I got involved in this because people, whistleblowers, came to me uh, probably about 18 months ago uh, from the city and uh, told me what was going on in the city. And the reason they came and confided in me was that uh, they had no trust that their local elected representatives on the city council and MPs were going to do anything about it when they'd actually watched the, the problem get worse and worse year after year. Can you explain how this happens, Andrew? I know how it happens, but a lot of people might find it difficult to believe that here we are, we have people working as slaves for very little money, sometimes none at all, and living in appalling conditions, and they aren't free to move or go anywhere or tell anybody about this. Well, I've heard of people who've been asked to work for nothing for at least half a day to see if they were worth £3, £3.50 an hour. Oh. Um, Yes. Well, that's illegal for a start. Well, I think so. Um, what it's normally coupled with is either workers who are ineligible to work in the UK, either they've overstayed visas or they're on education visas, which doesn't qualify them to be able to work. And so they move into the black economy. And the problem with that is that these people have got no rights. Uh, they've got no one to go to and they're ripe for exploitation. There are some uh, Eastern European Bulgarians working in the uh, in the sweatshops, uh, being paid well below um, the the national living wage, and they are then what they'll be paid at is uh, working probably fifty or sixty hours, paid on eight pounds seventy two for fifteen hours, and then obviously they'll be claiming uh, benefits to make their money up as well as some cash in hand, which is equally um, against the rules. Yeah. How, might, how If these people are in the black economy, they shouldn't really be able to claim anything, though, should they? Uh, no, no, they wouldn't. Um, but um, it's become a sort of subculture in uh, yeah. Leicester East. Um, I, I might remind your, your <laughs> listeners who the uh, former MP for Leicester East was for 33 years from 1987 until the 12th of December 2019. Who was that? Um, it was the Right Honourable Keith Vaz. 
Oh yes. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Well, he doesn't. Like, he's no longer an MP, is he? No, because I brought uh, complaints against him, and he got sanctioned of six months suspension for his behaviour, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. So is he still so suspended he's, he's not, then? He's not completely out. Well, he stood down. His new, his replacement is a, 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 a Labour MP called uh, Claudia Webb. And she has gone on the record this weekend saying that she's aware of uh, large clusters of these sweatshops and that she gets anonymous phone calls on a daily basis, mm. often from women. And I think there's a fair amount of homeworking involved as well. Do you know what homeworking is, where people yep, drop yep, the garments yep. off at people's houses? And apparently they're paid as low as 2 to £2.50 an hour. Um, and they complain to Claudia that that's mm. the, the life that they've got. And then it compounds all the problems. And this is the area where the sweatshops is, is, is also the area in Leicester that's got the, the, the flare-up, the biggest flare-up of COVID uh, infections. It's the northeast corner of the city. Well, if you're on £3 to £4 an hour, um, even if you're paying no tax, you can imagine the sort of uh, accommodation you can afford to live in. The, I'm hearing reports of um, 15 to 20 people uh, occupying uh, a terraced house in, in Leicester East, which would normally be deemed suitable accommodation for probably four four adults max. Yeah. Um, so you've got overcrowded uh, accommodation, um, long work. And also what you've got to remember is that 90% of the work in Leicester is, is, is for um, internet retailers. Part of the government unintended consequences of the policy of shutting down all non-essential shops is that we, we wiped out all their competition for three months. So if you wanted to buy clothes or needed to buy clothes, uh, you'd have to buy off the internet. Um, and so they had a huge increase in business at a time of the lockdown, so the sweatshops worked even longer hours and more people in the sweatshops. And then they were returning to vastly overcrowded accommodation uh, when they finished work, which is an absolute... Uh, the well, best disgusting. The virus. Yeah, and disgusting yeah. as there's well. No, there's, no, there's very little health and safety. There's uh, no, no heating, no ventilation. Hmm. Most of the large buildings that these, uh, these units, and we'll call them... Um, Cut manufacture and trim units are occupying are uh, are actually in condemned former large industrial premises um, with most of the windows are bricked in and there's cardboard pushed against the windows. It you really can't believe that in 2020 anyone hmm. would. When I first saw those buildings, I thought uh, they were just ready for demolition. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. The the Prime Minister says, uh, yeah, these masks should be worn in shops. But yeah. um, And I went out doing a bit of shopping on, uh, I think it was Saturday, yeah. and with a friend, you know, we had to put these masks on to go into every shop. Well, it's not compulsory, though. Sure They're not making it compulsory like public yeah, some, transport. In shops, they are. In some of the shops I went yeah. to near where I live. But I mean, uh, the they, government They've even got it. washing yeah. stations, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, that's mm. good. That's good. But it's not in law becoming compulsory like it is on the on public transport. That's the difference. Should we talk to uh, yeah. Dr... Let's talk to Dr. Grappelli. Yeah. Elisabetta. Elisabetta Grappelli. Yeah. Yeah. Probably done that wrong. So we apologize. No, you haven't. Hello. Oh, Good hello, evening. Doctor. How are you? Um, very well, thank you. How are you? Well, I, I can't go into that now. Low but... sodium. 
Uh, we're getting a lot of mixed messages, aren't we? Yes. Um, and it's and difficult I... to know what to do. Yes, and uh, part of the mixed messages is actually being uh, um, us, uh, scientists, and the lack of uh, science that actually uh, we, we, we have, so the science we, we do not have, because this is a novel virus, and uh, it's a novel situation, and unfortunately, novel viruses and pandemics do not come with an instruction manual. Mm. Uh, we are writing the instruction manual about what to do uh, right now. So that's why we're sort of uh, gathering and having to adjust uh, the advice and the guidelines as, as we go. When it comes to masks and face coverings, something that we've learned, which is very peculiar to this virus, is actually that the virus can be transmitted when we are well. So no symptoms at all. And so the masks and the face covering start having a sense if we wear them to prevent ourselves from infecting someone else, actually. And so it's a little bit counterintuitive because we think about masks as something that protects us from getting infected. So certainly, you know, sometimes uh, life viruses are not that straightforward and things are moving. So, um, yes, unfortunately, this has generated some confusion. I mean... People wear all sorts of masks, and there are all sorts of masks actually um, on sale in shops now, Doctor. And uh, I, had, I had to go to the doctors today, and all that I had to wear, my mask was no good. I had to wear, they made, you know, they offered you, well, they made you put on, they said, put this on, please, not yours. Uh, and uh, took your temperature and uh, all of that. Mm. And, you know, I didn't realise that most of the masks we wear were pretty useless anyway. Well, it, it, it depends. So I think the uh, we talk about masks because uh, it, it, it's easier, but actually we should be talking about uh, uh, face covering. And yeah. uh, so masks uh, is is very much something that uh, can be you know made with medical grade uh, material and have certain specifications that are actually very well checked and very well categorized. So when you go to your doctor surgery, your mm. GP, they want to be absolutely sure that maybe you know you're wearing the right thing uh, the one that is definitely going to keep uh, the droplets uh, uh, you know in basically yeah. instead of uh, um, um, <laughs> uh, traveling traveling away from from, from a mouth but virus but so will still come out though won't it because it's so tiny so the virus is tiny, but the virus is not by itself. Oh, uh, no. The virus is, is actually gets produced and generated by cells in our respiratory tract. And actually those cells are covered in uh, mucus and they're covered also in saliva. And that's it. So the virus is not by itself. It actually hitchhikes around. droplets, little droplets. droplets. Yeah. Exactly. So there are other viruses that actually have, uh, you know, kind of like it are, are not that tight uh, uh, attached to the droplets and therefore they can travel much further uh, and therefore cannot be caught by by a mask like uh, either a surgical mask or face covering like those ones that uh, some of us that are, are making uh, just purely because, you know, we just try to mix uh, the effectiveness and a little bit of style. Yeah. Good. Lovely talking to you, Doctor. Thank you very much indeed. And uh, we will now then all wear the masks. When we go into shops, yeah. when we uh, go into restaurants or pubs or whatever, we should put on a mask. Definitely, yeah. Please do so. Remember, embrace it and rock it. Yeah, man. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Controversial High Speed 2 
has yet again been called into question as the Infrastructure and Projects Authority downgrades its likelihood of successful delivery. In their annual report on major prospects, uh, the IPA downgraded the project from amber red to red status, which means successful delivery of the project appears to be unachievable. Yeah. Why don't people like this just keep their views to yeah. themselves? Because yeah. we're halfway through doing it now. It's going to be finished, and it's going to be fantastic. And, okay, it's going to cost us billions, but, hey, we're already in debt. Let's do the whole thing. Let's just well, they're really saying it's not achievable. It. That's rubbish. Of course it can yeah. achieve it. Uh, Richard Houghton is a spokesman for the HS2 Action Alliance. Richard, good evening. Good evening, James. Is your organisation for or against this? We've been against it on the economic uh, and the business case, so um, yeah. because it never really stacked up. That's why. Oh. Well, that's a great shame because I totally disagree with you because I think it is an amazing yeah, piece of infrastructure that this country sadly needs, and let's just get on and do it, as I said before. Yeah, it would be. I mean, if it wasn't, if it wasn't just the political vanity product project i'd agree with you but it isn't it's it's not helping the commuters where the growth is it's not meeting any growing demand there's no growing demand for intercity travel um it's not addressing the main lines into waterloo victoria liverpool birmingham and manchester and leeds where we have overcrowding and people are already standing on trains it's not reflecting the change well, it will address some of that patterns. won't it i mean it will take some traffic from the london to Birmingham. no it won't really because if you look at it unfortunately there's no station it's intercity so it's not local the vast majority of Passenger journeys are under 35 miles in the UK. Um, that's where the growth is, five or, or was pre-COVID, 5 or 6% a year. The zero growth is not shrinkage in the city. So there's no real demand for it. I appreciate you know, Andrew Adonis, Lord Adonis, wanted to build the fastest uh, railway set in the world, which, you know, that's it, why it's it, designed like it is. It's halfway you know, built, so there's no point in really cancelling it now. It's not started yet, it's unfortunate. I, I mean, HS2 have done a good job. They're very good at uh, pretending they've started. So it's only until last month when they got the money to go ahead to actually build it. So all they've been doing is prep. How much I mean, has been spent been, so far? They've spent about $8 million, million. but they're billion. They are incredibly incompetent, though, so they've had to redo a lot of stuff. Um, because the initial, I mean, Whistleblower showed us 18 months ago, the initial planning was done by interns on Google Maps. So when they got on a lot of the route, they discovered actually that um, uh, the, the land structure wasn't as they expected. So they've had to redo a lot of that, which is why it's running seven years. The route late. was done by interns? Yes, there's a whistleblower from the um, from HS2 left. He was reported quite widely about 18 months ago about this because they tried to rush it through before the end of the Gordon Brown Parliament. Anyway, that's all well documented. I mean, it's been a bit of a fiasco. Yeah, it's all in the past as well. It's all in the past. You know, yeah, it, it will leave it, it, because if you well, look at it at the moment, it's, it's going to get built. 29 billion, James. Yeah, but it's going to get built, Richard. Well, whatever I mean, I think it costs. It'll get built to Birmingham. I think. I don't. I think. I don't think. <laughs> Anybody really thinks it'll get built beyond Birmingham because there isn't the money for it. And there's not the demand. And obviously COVID-19 mm. has killed off um, the way this changed fundamentally how people are probably going to work. Um, and certainly it's killed off the demand for train travel. So we're talking quite a long time before we get back to pre-COVID. But the cost uh, seems small now, doesn't it? Because of all yeah. the COVID, the billions that's going to cost, or trillions. It's no. not small if you compare it to COVID. I mean, government spent $160 billion so far on COVID. This is going to cost 67% of that, $108 billion. Yeah, but that'll last, um, you, you know, decades. This has been, this yeah, is after three or four months. 
You know, we haven't had a new railway system in this country since the Victorian times, and we need it. It needs to be done. We continue to build uh, where the demand is. And don't get me wrong, we're not against railways. We'd love to see northeast and northwest linked properly with proper railways. We'd love to see the commuter routes into Manchester, Leeds and Birmingham improved. We'd love to see the ones into Liverpool Street, Victoria, Waterloo improved so people aren't standing on overcrowded trains. This just doesn't do it, unfortunately. I appreciate, don't get me wrong, I can understand it from a politician's point of view. It's sexy, it's fast, it's expensive. But well, I think it's sexy. I think it's great. I look forward to going to Birmingham where I've never really so gone much. You will be that man. I mean, yeah. you know, because the business case... And if I have the carriages empty, so much the better. better. Well, indeed, because it's going to cost as much government subsidy as the whole network does at the moment every year. So you're going to, our taxpayers are going to be spending about six billion a year on it. It's great. All right. Okay. Well, listen. I I wish you the worst of luck. I hope uh, you don't get anywhere with it. But I'll remain friends. Absolutely. Uh, Richard Houghton, who is the spokesman for the HS2 Action Alliance. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. And and the regeneration of Leicester East would be an awful lot. Get down, Shep. It's Monday the 13th, isn't it? Yeah, it's bad luck, isn't it, Monday the 13th? It's that film, isn't it, Monday the 13th? I thought it was Friday. Friday? No, it's always Monday, isn't it? Because that's the bad day, isn't it, Monday? about 30 odd 40 years ago went for a drink i think we've been out for a, a cycle ride i don't want anyone to laugh at the fact i went on a bike i don't do anymore <laughs> oh i like you will you be my doctor i have a doctor uh, title because i'm a phd i cannot uh, give medical advice uh, pretty clever though you know you know yeah 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 clever, yeah, yeah. What I'm actually looking for is someone who will do my toenails. I don't know if you should be saying stuff like that on the radio. People, you know, might feel a bit... <sighs> it's better. No, I feel all right now, yeah. All right, OK, well, listen, I, I wish you the worst of luck. I hope uh, you don't get anywhere with it, but I'll remain friends. Oh, God, I forgot what I'm doing now. Oh, I'm on the... You're on the radio. That was uh, the clips for today, the worst of Whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.